1: Log Talk Radio
0: We are the Bride Radio is the voice of the true bride of Christ.
1: This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministry, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Hello, Bride. This is your host tonight, Dr. June Knight, coming to you from Washington, D.C. Our nation's capital. Listen, Bride, I am so honored for you to be partnering with us across the world. You know, it is a shocking fact that half of our listening audience is overseas. Uh, We take that as an honor because we have the Netherlands that listen. We have the Middle East that listens. We have a huge audience in Canada. We thank you for partnering with We Are the Bride Ministries and hearing what God is doing in the United States. And I want to say this to you, too, all the foreign countries. We recognize, the United States citizens, we recognize that what happens in the United States is going to affect the globe. That's why we are focusing on the United States right now, because we know that God wants her and the country healthy So that we can fulfill our destiny and send out more missionaries across this world than we ever have in history. So tonight, listen, I am so excited to highlight a minister. Now, you know, Bride, that on Bride Time Live show... We highlight ministers and we hear the life stories of God's people Because we want to know what did God do in your life to take you from nothing and make you into something You know, our story is for God's glory Tonight we are highlighting a beautiful young lady named Penelope K. How are you doing, Ms. Penelope? Penelope? Oh, I'm doing great I'm doing great, Dr. June Thank you for having me on Now, Penelope, you told us earlier, you are in Montana right now? Yes, I am. (laughs) Big sky country. Well, listen. Yes, Penelope, it really is God's country. When I traveled the country in 2017, I drove through uh, Montana, and let me tell you, I was at a hotel, and these two cowboys walked by, and I said, (laughs) gentlemen, do y'all mind? I said do you mind if I interview you for TV about our president? And, boy, they stopped and they said, yes, ma'am. They said, we love our president. This was right after President Trump was put in office. And so, mm-hmm. I th- you know, I interviewed them, and they were honest about how they felt about everything. And then mm-hmm. I said, now, sirs, would you mind if I prayed for you? Now, Penelope, this spoke so much about your culture because those guys took their cowboy hats off and Mm -hmm. and held them to their chest. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how respectful is this culture of God like that? Is it all like that? Um, I would
0: like to say yes, but um, I'm afraid not Everybody is uh, in that same place uh, as those cowboys are but but that is true of Montana overall Uh, We do honor and respect our president and and respect um, and Honor prayer and and that's that would be a very common thing to for someone to stop and bow their heads and uh, Take their hats off here. Yes To honor the Lord Well, Mm -hmm.
1: one other thing I want to say about Montana is your mountains. Uh. I I was so, you know, the scenery there in Montana is just so beautiful. I'm a girl from the Mm -hmm. south. And Mm -hmm. uh, I've never seen anything like that, you know, so traveling the country and being able to see that I was just in awe and you get to see that God's beauty all the time, but let's move on with your life. Now, listen, Penelope, uh, you just released your first book. Would you mind telling Mm -hmm. the audience about the name of your book? And then we will go into your life story.
0: Sure. Uh, My book is, uh, called Making Crooked Places Straight. Uh, the subtitle is A Spiritual Warfare Journey to Become Shining Stars in a Corrupt World. And I'm uh, wow. just thrilled I'd open the door for for it to come out
1: at this time. Uh, his timing is perfect, so in this. Wow, so very that, I mean, we're, yes, we're going to get into your book a little bit later, but let's talk about the author, Penelope. Was you raised in a big family? Was you always raised in Montana or what?
0: Yeah, I grew up in Montana. Um, actually in a small town about fifteen miles west of where I live now in Billings. So I yeah. was a small town small town girl and uh uh just went through elementary, junior high, high school, um went to the Methodist church. Uh that's where I grew up and um always loved always loved being in church. Um, that was, yeah, even when I was little, I,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so that's my, my background, uh, as far as, uh, you know, how I grew up in, in the Lord. Um, uh, just it, enjoyed being there. I, I sang in the choir well, I went were- to Sunday school. I, I just liked being in the presence of God. I didn't I didn't understand it back then. Um, yeah. But I liked being
1: there. hmm Yeah. Well, Penelope, I used to work for the United Methodist Publishing House in downtown Nashville. <laughs> well, So we have a connection yeah. there. <laughs> yes. Well, let me ask you this, Penelope. Okay, so you was raised in church, basically. And then what made you grow into an author? What made you want to go into that field?
0: Um I I wrote stories when I was in junior high, you know the kind of sappy stories that uh junior high girls write. So they have long disappeared and I'm very grateful for that. And then yeah. I um I I wrote a story in uh in high school that was actually published by our journalism department. It was accepted into this little mimeograph booklet. So that was my very first published story. And then um, I got busy, you know, with school at the college, uh, teaching, and um, had to just kind of let it go. I'd write a poem here and there, and and then um, and then I just really got um, encouraged when I was taking some college classes, and I, I needed one more credit. And the, actually, the um, president of the college was teaching a, a summer session, and he let he did an independent study with me, and. Um, let me write a story, a children's story. And after I gave it to him, he was very encouraging and encouraged to even pursue writing on a professional level. And so that kind right. of sparked my my desire to you know bring it back. And to the point that I I just wanted to write all the time then and just consumed with writing. Um, I was even willing to quit my job teaching just so I could write. You know, my husband at the time was a little uh, concerned about that and then um and then i committed my life to the lord uh, and at that point the writing desire died had no desire to write anymore it was just like gone um wow. and two years yeah just left it just was mm. not even there i had no i didn't pick up a pen for months and then finally um uh, a few years later um well, i guess it wasn't even that long ago uh he i I went to a service we kind of had a revival meeting one night, and i uh had this vision it was this like an ongoing vision that I kept seeing and at one point I saw jesus I saw Jesus standing, and all these little children and I just said to the Lord, What do you want me to do with these children and they were happy, and they were kind of swarming up around around me and he handed me a gold. And and I knew that I was called to write, that he wanted me to write again. And so it just took a long time for me to write from the heart of God because I was still kind of writing my own selfish kinds of things and, and not not really understanding that, the word like I know now. And so um, yeah. it just took a while, a while to get all of that out of me so I could really write from the heart of God.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. so what was it like? I mean, how did you know that it was time for you to write a book? I mean, did God give you a dream, or was you just thinking that, or what?
0: My passion is actually what I really love to write are children's picture books. I mean, I just have so much fun, and I I love, I'm called to children, and um, so I was really working on some children's books, but I found out in the publishing Christian publishing business that at the time this was about five or six years ago. Um, in order to really have a lot of success in in that genre, I I needed to have some adult work behind me. That it was a little it would make it a little easier to get in. So I was told. So yeah. I actually was working on yeah. So I was working on actually two other adult books. One was uh, a nonfiction, and then another fiction one, a biblical fiction, um, and, and I was excited about them. I, I was really gung-ho, and in the, I was halfway through one of the books, a nonfiction one, and God completely interrupted my writing and said, I want this one out. And so that's, mm. that's how this one came out. It, it was actually written. I actually wrote this book. Back in 2008, I actually did a word study on uh, this topic of making crooked places straight. I did the word study back um, in 1990, and it sat in the closet for 18 years because I didn't want to wow. talk about it. And I had so much well, warfare come against me, you know, that because of this topic, that it, I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to talk about it, and it sat in the closet for 18 years. And then, because a friend would not would not stop believing god that this needed to be a book and she kept asking me even if we didn't see each other for a year or a couple years and the next time we would she'd say have you thought about putting it in a book form and i'd say no and and finally um he made it god made it abundantly clear and i had many confirmations that it was time for a book so i wrote the book and then it sat in the closet for eight years because i was like i don't want to go there lord and uh and then on another brand new friend, someone I'd never met, um, we uh through another friend we were having tea and and God gave her a word and said, You get that out now. It's time. You need to get that out and so that's what I did.
1: That's well, how it came out. Talk to this, Talk to us about your book like Uh, When you say uh, making your crooked paths straight, what do you mean by that? Um,
0: It comes from um, Isaiah 45, which I think is really interesting um, because of so many prophetic words about our president and Isaiah 45 and Cyrus, but... Um, yeah, it comes from yeah verse 2 uh, I will go before you and make the crooked places straight I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I the Lord call you by your name and the God of Israel so that's where the title came from it's actually um, uh, uh, about the perverse spirit and how the perverse spirit can work in our lives and our thought life and influence us, um, bring us into bondage, and then how we can walk in victory over, over that. So that's it in, an S, in, in a nutshell of, of what it's about. And of course, it's, it's full of all kinds of um, information, revelation, uh, prayers, um, but it's to help people help people overcome this and recognize it because, you know, for all this time we hear the word perverse and we immediately think of, you know, perverted sexual behavior. And that's not what this book is about. And in all honesty, we've been buffaloed by that spirit and by the enemy into thinking the perverse spirit is only about that when in fact it's not. And that was one of the what is, big surprises. What well, yeah. yeah what I, is um, it then? So when I did the word study, um, I, was in a, I was in a situation in the Lord. I was praying, and God said, I want you to read Psalm 101. I said, okay. And one of, the word, one of the verses says, A perverse heart shall depart from me, and I will not know wickedness. So I was in too much stress to deal with that. Uh, I kind of knew where God was leading, but I just couldn't deal with it. Well, the next year, um, I remembered that verse, and, And so I decided I better know my enemy. I like to know who I'm up against, and I like doing word studies. So I got out my Strong's Concordance and looked up the word perverse, and I found that there were 51 verses that have a form of the word perverse. And out of those 51 verses, there are 19 different Hebrew and Greek root word meanings, 19. And only two have to do, only two, Dr. June, have to do with moral deficiency. None of the rest do none of them do well, and so here we had with the, well there's um, which, there's there's a lot of different you know as I said there's there's just a lot of different um, words for instance one of the words for perverse actually means to overthrow that's one of the original uh, Hebrew words it means to overthrow another yeah. one means to wrench yeah so when you think about that and I share, you know, in that particular chapter, in Chapter 2, I call it Uncovering the Dragon. And that's, that's really the bulk of the book, and that's where I go into all, de- all the detail about the perverse spirit and, and share those different meanings. Um, so I was looking at that overthrow, and I'm thinking, okay, how many governments have been overthrown or attempted coups to overthrow? And just in the nineteen hundreds there were over three hundred, and most of them weren't successful. but what the Lord showed me is that if 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 godly people, godly men and women are not seeking the Lord praying and fasting and crying out to him for their nation, and there's a um an attempted overthrow or a change in government if 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 that wasn't by the Lord and led by people through the Holy Spirit. Then chances are there was a perverse spirit at work trying to overthrow the government. Right. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And you can see that. I mean, when you look at some of those um, countries who have had those types of uh, situations arise, attempted coups, overthrowing government, even today, and you can see a perverse spirit twisting and perverting what God's planned yeah. for that nation.
1: Mm hmm. Mhm. Well, have you found out a name for the perverse spirit? Like some people would say like maybe Leviathan or something. Well, no, there's actually in scripture, um there is a perverse
0: spirit mentioned in Isaiah. It's 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 in the scriptures. Um so it's obviously crooked. What one thing that I can share too is I found out that there are four basic words that are interchangeable with perverse. Um one is crooked, which makes sense, you know, to twist and is crooked. Yeah. Untoward, the word untoward can also be um uh translated perverse. Uh froward I used to think froward was just you know, kinda like forward, like yeah, no.
1: Um uh, yeah.
0: froward is another synonym for perverse. And then one that I didn't have a clue about until a few years after I finished the word study, um, the word iniquity. Anywhere you see the word iniquity in scripture, that's from the same exact root word for perverse, and you could substitute perverse in there.
1: Wow, I never called on to that mm-hmm. about iniquity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that came from when I was studying, I was reading. Um, Genesis and um abraham uh, some of his experiences you know in with yeah. the lord and when when God said um, that he was he was telling him what was going to happen to the Israelites you know four hundred down years down the road, and what he said was that one of the things he said was that um this was going to all these different things would come to pass. But um, they would not, um, uh, they'd be in bondage until the iniquity of the Amorites was complete. And I thought oh, that word iniquity was... Oh, I
1: would see that in perversion, yes. Yeah. So until,
0: so so I got curious about that word iniquity, and I thought that's got to be pretty powerful to keep you know, people in bondage. So I looked up the word iniquity and saw that it came from the same root word for perverse.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can see that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see it. So when, yeah. you, uh, when you wrote your book, uh, how hard was it to sit down and concentrate. I, I I talk to a lot of ministers that have books in their spirits, like they want to write, but mm-hmm. I think it's hard for them to sit down and focus and actually do it. So, what kind of advice could you give them to encourage them uh, on how to focus?
0: Uh, I I would just say- make a point of of sitting down and working you know I I might give myself an hour say okay I've got an hour that I can work on this here and and then I would sit down at my computer and work on it there Um, if I ran into some trouble uh, one thing I do is I print off the page where I'm struggling or I copy and paste to another page the section that I'm struggling with, and then I'll just print it off and get paper, you know, use a pen and just start editing and, you know, trying to pull my thoughts together. So that helps. Um, That helps me too. Uh, Sometimes I'll set deadlines for myself, you know, goals. I need to, I want to have this accomplished by this day. Or uh, one thing that's happened recently is I have put it in my um, phone calendar as an appointment. And then I then I'm writing.
1: I've done that, Penelope. Yes, I Uh
0: have. Yes, Mm -hmm. that
1: really helps. Mm
0: Mhm. And and just make it an appointment, not just a yeah. Uh huh. It did for me.
1: Yes. Well, now that you published your book, uh, let me ask you this. I know from uh, when I published mine, it's like. The greatest relief to be done with it. It's like you're uh, giving birth to a baby. Oh yeah. You know, after all (laughs) the work that you put. I mean, can you explain it to the bride how that is? Um,
0: I remember when I hit send to my publisher, and I was just so overcome. I was, I was just giddy. Uh. I was just giddy. I couldn't quite believe that I was doing this. That it was really happening. Um, you know, you mentioned yeah. the baby. It actually took me nine months to write the book.
1: Wow! It, it
0: actually took. I thought I would get done in six weeks.
1: <laughs> right.
0: I was <laughs> like, yeah, no, and it took nine months to write it. But um, uh, when I when I began working on the editing, once I had the contract and I, you know, needed to do the um, editing that was that was actually fun i enjoyed that because i saw the craft of writing coming out of me in in ways i had never um experienced before and and that was really exciting to see how i could make a paragraph stronger and and um grab the reader's attention paint a picture that was before just kind of bland and then bring that into you know you want to step into the scene so that was really exciting to do that and so once i once i was done and hit send it was just it was just a thrill just like i,
1: I could Well, believe it. B, I I, i'm going to share with you what the lord showed me about uh what an author is to him so if you don't mm-hmm. mind just bearing with me and i'd love to know your thoughts on it okay Okay, all right. All right, the the Lord, okay, he showed me that we are all trees in his great garden. We are a dead tree walking until we recognize our need for the Savior. Then we become alive because our roots supernaturally go down into the ground and connect to the rivers of living water, which is the heavenly realm, right? So when the tree is connected to heaven, that's how we're able to have freshness come through because now we're alive, we're bearing fruit for the kingdom, the the Jesus is shining on us and it's like photosynthesis. You get the point. Uh So now that he has related us to trees and how we bear much fruit for him and when we die, we're going to stand before him and we're going to answer for that. Okay, so now when there is a vision born, just like when there is a book birth, okay, from mm-hmm. heaven comes a seed. It's a seed on the inside of our tree. And the Lord says, I want you to write a book about we are the bride, that Jesus is the true husband. That was my life story. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's a seed on the inside of me.
0: Now, mm-hmm.
1: God will cultivate that seed and we pray into that seed to bring it to maturity. Until a tree releases that seed of vision, they will die pregnant. Okay? That mm-hmm. is a seed that God put on the inside of that tree because he wants us to birth that seed out. It's, it's like a, an entity. When we birth mm-hmm. that out, And we birth it out as a book A book is another tree It's a story Okay Mm -hmm. It's a Mm -hmm. a seed from heaven So when another tree On the earth reads this book When they read this Tree it's like a living Breathing document The seed that's on the inside of that Book is now released into The seed of another tree That's Mm -hmm. why as authors We, we can celebrate people that share our books, even though we're not making money. But as long as the seed of what God gave us is birthed out, we release it and give the results back to God. Okay? So then mm-hmm. all the people that read that book, they are breathing your seed in and that is helping their tree to become mature before his throne. So I try to tell people, if God has given you a seed, if he's given you a book, you need to birth it out. Because let me tell you, Satan will come to steal, kill, and destroy that seed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what he will do is, like, let's say you're writing a book on Jesus as the true husband. And then you will have everything happen to attack that word that's about to be released through a book. So Mm -hmm. the devil will send all types of scenarios to get you to bow down and to not finish that book. That's why when an author releases a book and gives birth to it, pregnant and gives birth to this baby, that's why it is such a relief because, number one, the warfare that it took to even release that book. And now we trust Mm -hmm. the Lord with the results of what that book is going to do in the earth. That's why I've left my books in many prisons, you know, because I want the prisoners Uh to be able to read that and be impacted, you know what I'm saying? Uh uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So what do you think about the tree scenario? I I think that's a beautiful
0: description, especially when um, the the seed goes into the next tree who's reading the book and and yes. begins to carry that revelation and that understanding and and helping um them become more mature and um uh, be able to fulfill their own you know own call and have the seeds that they're called
1: to yes. sow. I think that's beautiful
0: that's but that's beautiful you know
1: just the goes for ministry the same goes mm-hmm. for ministry. When God gives us a ministry or a business, uh, we have to cultivate that and birth that out. Mm-hmm. The problem mm-hmm. is in the church is when people do not want to give that seed away because they spend mm-hmm. so much time birthing it and so much time cultivating it and maturing it, okay, and then when God uh-huh. says, I want you to give your TV station away, I want you to give this away, you know, they're like, no, it's mine, mine, and all mine. You know, I, <laughs> I'm the one that gave most of this baby. I'm not giving it <laughs> away type of deal. And uh-huh. I had to learn that about my books, too, about uh, it's not about the money or anything like that. It's about the reason that God had you make that book because there is somebody that is going to be impacted and will affect many, many other trees in the forest because mm-hmm. you obeyed the Lord. You know, you obeyed the Lord and was able to birth that book out. So if mm-hmm. there's other ministers listening to this broadcast that are contemplating writing a book or rather, whether they have been battling finishing a book, what advice would you give them, Miss Penelope? In short,
0: obey God. Just obey God. Um, I I really struggled with with writing the book because I I was in warfare. It was horrific just doing the word study. I I didn't and it was awful. I mean, there was just no two ways about it. Sometimes I thought I was going to actually have a nervous breakdown in that in that time frame, and I just it was hard and yet I believe, you, um, sister. I believe i i have a in, yeah my friend um and i i actually dedicated the book to her um isla she's in heaven now but she just would not as i mentioned earlier she was the one who would not give up and and i and Aww. so if, if if she just wouldn't and and it was because of her vision what she saw um for for this book that she just was like the lord was relentless <laughs> the two of them between yeah. the lord and my friend isla they were just relentless so if if there's a minister out there a pastor or you know you're in ministry and god's called you to write a book obey god in it but also have a, a friend at least one if not more to pray with you and pray for you while you're writing the book because i that that yeah. helped me tremendously i had a a Group of intercessors who prayed for me every day while I wrote the book until it was done. Yeah And that yes, uh-huh, and that was a huge it was it was just such a blessing And I also actually had another group of intercessors praying for me Once I signed the contract to pray until it got published um, And that was a huge Huge blessing. I mean, it was just unbelievable really? the, the how much pressure lifted off of me during that time. Yes. Yeah. So definitely, People don't understand you know, obey God. The uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, they don't understand the uh-huh. warfare that
0: uh-huh.
1: goes into writing a book. Because, Brad, uh-huh. you got to think, this is a, just like the Bible. The Bible really is just 66 books. It's 66 books in one book. Okay, so uh-huh. if you think that God is going to use a vessel in the earth to come and release another word, another book of God's revelation about something. Okay, the devil is going to try everything he can to stop that from going into print. Uh-huh. You know why? Uh-huh. Because when you put things into print, it is established. Okay? Yeah. It is it's <laughs> So when you, when you put something in print, you are documenting, you are scribing mm-hmm. from heaven. Okay? Yes. So when she's saying that while she was writing this book, she went through much warfare. So one of the pieces of advice that I hear you telling other ministers uh, that are considering writing a book is that they need intercessors. They yes. need people that's yes. going to block for uh-huh. them to be able yes. to receive from heaven and to release that book. Amen. Mhm. Amen. Amen.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, let and just be aware that there will. Yeah. I was going to say ahead, that sister. just to be aware that there there will be warfare. So don't don't assume this is going to just be a walk in the park. Um, Come but on. That's, be be aware. I mean it's gonna come. Yeah. It it will come and you need to be ready for that. But having a group of intercessors praying for you will take um that will take the brunt off of it and you'll be able to um walk through that.
1: So yes.
0: be encouraged, yeah. She's telling mm-hmm.
1: you the truth, Bride. Okay, we're gonna take a quick little uh break and Penelope when we come back if you don't mind answering some more questions, ma'am. Oh, I'd love to. Okay, one moment. Okay. Good evening, Bride. This is your host tonight, the president of We Are The Bride Ministries. I just want to take this time to thank you for listening to We Are The Bride Radio, watv Radio and for watching us on WATV.tv. Listen, Bride, this month is our four-year anniversary officially on the radio. We would like to thank all of our listeners across the world. It is a shocking fact that half of our listeners are in the United States and the other half is abroad. Thank you so much. It has been our pleasure to interview over 300 ministers in four years. It is our philosophy that we encourage you to be successful because we need every person doing their part, every person to be successful in ministry. It's all about missions. You know, the mission that God has for you. So I speak blessings over all of you. Thank you for partnering with We Are The Bride Ministries. May God richly bless you, Bride. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WATB Radio. Also, you can check us out, at Radio.com and WATB.tv and WeAreTheBride.us. God bless you, Bride. All right, Ms. Penelope, listen, we're back. This is Dr. Gene Knight coming to everyone tonight from the great nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Okay, now let me ask you, Ms. Penelope, before we go on with further questions, I would like to know uh, how any of our uh, viewers or listeners can find <clears throat> your book. Where can they go to find it, ma'am?
0: Well, my website, uh, is ps2710.com, um, on the book tab, they can go there and it lists all the different um, online bookstores that uh, they can pre-order it. It's available for pre-order right now. They can also purchase an ebook book um, right now too. So the ebook is released. It's out. And then um, the print book will be well, out on May 7th.
1: Sure,
0: it's, PS... it's
1: ps2710.com.
0: Ps2710.com. It stands for Psalms 27:10. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, mm-hmm. oh, Ps 27:10. Okay. Got
1: it. That, that is yeah. Beautiful. Okay, I'm there.
0: Okay, okay. And so, go to the book tab, and you'll see "Making Cricket Places Straight." Oh, okay. Books and more. All right. Books and more. There you go. And there's my book. And as, yes. as, as there it is available. And you can just click on whichever is your favorite online bookstore, and it takes you right to the page to make a purchase, uh, a pre order for it, or uh, if you want to get an ebook, you can order that now.
1: Oh, okay. I see now. It'll be in the bookstores on May the seventh. Bride, now that Uh I have internet, let me read you a little bit about her book. Okay, it says, it is an expose on the perverse spirit as well as a spiritual warfare training manual. Paul wrote in Ephesians that we are to expose the works of darkness. But since the church has, for the most part, relegated the perverse spirit to the homosexual community, most Christians have no clue. How the Perverse Spirit is at Work in Their Own Lives, Their Homes, or Their Churches. Making Crooked Places Straight provides information, insight, and answers from a solid biblical base. This book will help believers confront and deal with the perverse spirit in their lives and provide tools to equip them to live the victorious life. Everyone wants to shine like a star. But not everyone is willing to pay the price. Now, that is so true. Because in paying the price, all come face to face with the perverse spirit in his or her own life. Oh, this is good, girl. Since the (laughs) church has, for the most part, relegated the perverse spirit to the homosexual community, most Christians have no clue how the perverse spirit works in their homes or churches. It solves that dilemma by providing information, insights, Mm -hmm. and answers from a solid biblical base. Writing Mm -hmm. an Mm expose of the perverse spirit in the form of a training manual, Penelope teaches readers how to recognize and overcome this twisted serpent. See, I was right. I was right Mm -hmm. about the Leviathan Mm -hmm. spirit. Mm -hmm. That is what he is. the Leviathan uh-huh. spirit is that twisted serpent, let me finish right, uh, with prevailing yeah. prayers, practical tools, and powerful weapons. While experiencing a roller coaster of emotions, believers find the strength to press on and realize, God will see their crooked places made straight, and then they can truly shine like stars. Wow, I want to shine like a diamond. <laughs> yes, Lord. That is so you, amazing. Lord. I bless mm-hmm. what God is doing in this book. I'm so happy to be interviewing you.
0: Thank you, God. You know, it's really amazing. Um, one of the first persons who um, read the book, who who got a copy, had seen it online. Some of my, you know, little marketing that I was doing on my website. Or on Facebook. Yeah. Um, she she uh, got a copy, and she and her son, I, I'm not sure if he was 18, 19. He's close in that range. Um, she asked him if he wanted to listen while she read it out loud, and he said, sure. So the two of them, she read it out loud, and they read through the whole book, the, uh, including the – there's numerous prayers. They prayed together the prayers, and she – was just sobbing, but he said that he felt things breaking on the inside of him. Oh, and I, yes was, I was just blown away. I was so humbled that God would allow me to partner with Him in bringing this yes. forth. I mean, it's the rewards are already coming just in the little bit that I'm hearing. And uh, you know, it, it's I, I can say it took me a long time, Dr. June. It wasn't until last year that I was able to say thank you to the Lord for letting me write the book. And then it was a couple months later that I was actually able to say, and this was 30 years, almost 30 years now, I was actually able to say thank you for letting me go through. I'm glad I went through what I did so I could bring this up.
1: Oh. So... Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, Whoever did the book covers, that is beautiful. I do book covers for a living. Uh That is beautiful. I love the design. I love the way they did the crooked and everything. The little sparkles on the side.
0: That was uh, um, my friend who has taken, she has a a graphics design. associate degree, uh Lori Boniface and she um she did the book at her website, her business is called um and it's it's beautiful. It's um <clears throat> uh, Voice of Hope Creative Designs and we work together, we spent hours and hours together um getting it to that to that place and I'm just blown away by it. Just blown away. It's just well, gorgeous.
1: Well, the thing, is the thing that I in- love about it, what I love about it so much is, uh, I love the way that the stars are on there because that's what you're talking about. Uh, you the know, people making. The- uh huh. Yes, because God <laughs> God called us to be
0: stars to shine like stars. Yes, and um... Yes. And it was funny when we were trying to get the stars on, every time we'd try to say, okay, we need a star here, and we need one here, and we need one there, and we'd specifically put the stars in in places. We'd get done and we'd look at it and say, it looks like we plotted them, which we did. And I'd say, okay, let's just pop them in there, wherever. And every time she just did it kind of spontaneous, it always came out um, much, much better. So it was just a real blessing to... To work with her. Um, the one thing that I really wanted the book cover to portray, um, even though this book is about the perverse spirit, which is a very crooked, ugly, vile, cruel, demonic spirit. Yes. I wanted, yes. I wanted, it's also, the book is also full of God's glory and his grace and his majesty and forgiveness. And that's what I wanted my book cover to portray. That's
1: Well, she did good on that. And let me tell you one other thing that I like about it. Uh, Because I critique, um, you know, like designs and websites because that's what I do for a living. One thing Uh that I do like about it is under the word straight, when she did that straight line with a Uh few little jagged edges in it, which meant Uh it's a process. That's what that means, it's a process. And then at the mm-hmm. end you become the star. Am I right? Exactly. Am I right? You're right. Yay! You're right. That's exactly right. That's exactly
0: All right. right.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah And that it yeah, oh, yeah.
0: It, that was it. That was it. You know, when I yeah. when we went to look at the pictures, I I chose those two pictures. I found those on a website. And I said, I want that swirl yeah. because it's kind of, you know, it's kind of crooked, but there's still beauty in what God's doing. And I want yes. that line because at the end we're stars. So I'm glad that yes. you caught
1: that. That's exactly what I wanted to portray. Yes, very good. Now I am going to uh, show the people that's watching. I'm going to show them right here what I'm talking about. Okay. Hold on, Brian. <laughs> All right, let me make your book bigger here. All right. I'm going to show you that's watching on Facebook. Under the word uh, straight, you can see the straight line with the star at the end. Bam! Yeah! Now, listen, when we do graphic designs and web designs, uh, we do them, and everything you do in it is strategic. Everything. Everything. So they did very good, Miss Penelope. Now I'm noticing you. on your website <laughs> that it says that the e-book is available as of February the 5th. Now is that true? Yes. Is it available right now? Yes, it is available. Uh huh. Okay, so on your website here, does it show where where they can get that? Is it on Amazon? It's right on the
0: website, right under, uh, on the books, to, on Making Crooked Places Straight, under the book tab, books and more. Yeah. And you click on Making Crooked Places Straight. It says available. Right. Um And you can click on any one of those, and it will take you right to my page with the book. Do you see that? The availability. If you can't see it, then I need yeah. to work on my, I'll have them have to have them uh, make that more Uh. More well, bold.
1: yeah. They the links, okay, so underneath the links are broken. It may be the links are broken, or it may be my you know, the technical
0: um, difficulties
1: I've had tonight. Yeah,
0: um, I am clicking on it, each one, and it's taking it right there. So, okay, so it is
1: well, that we rebuke the devil trying to do this to me tonight. <laughs> uh, now, listen to Nelty. listen, yes. I just want to say as a fellow author, that I am very proud of you because you did it, you finished, you went through the war zone, and you came out on the other side. So what I want to do is I want to ask the bride tonight across the world, listen, we are going to come in agreement for this author and this book. We are going to believe, bride tonight, that God is going to use the seed of this book to make some true crooked paths straight when they read this book that it will it will penetrate them on the inside and it will expose those roots that have lied to people it will expose Mm -hmm. those things that have held them back from being the true beautiful uh star that god has called them to be amen penelope amen amen Okay, Yes. so let's let's come together in agreement Uh, If y'all would just bow your heads And let's come together in agreement Lord, we come together uh, in agreement across the world Your bride, no matter what time they're listening to this broadcast Or watching it Lord, we're coming together in agreement for Penelope Lord, first of all, clothe her in your humility, clothe her in your love, clothe her in your healing, Lord. Uh, We pray that she will have a period of rest uh, because we all need rest after a big battle. And Lord, give her rest. We celebrate, Lord, what she has done, the accomplishment that she's made, the hard work that she has put forth into this book. And Lord, we pray that you bless her Uh, for for finishing the seed and birthing the seed out, Lord, to develop it into a book. And, Lord, we pray for the book, Lord, for the exact purpose and the exact mission that you have for this book, that it will fulfill the purpose that you meant it to, Lord. That when people read this book, that their hearts, would, be, would come clean and that the crooked places that the devil has been trying to destroy people with, that this book will help their spirits to straighten up. That it, yes. it will help them to straighten up and develop into that star that you have designed for this book to accomplish. This book is a mission within itself. Lord, we bless Jesus. this book and we pray, God, that it would be exposed, that it would go out to the places that you wanted to, Lord, and that people would see this book and that they would be changed, that their uh, you, roots would be healed, and that they would be the overcomers and the stars that you have designed them to be, Lord. And, Lord, we pray I for this you. designer that did such a great job uh, reflecting the vision of this author, Lord. Bless her, Lord. And, Lord, we thank you for the story of Penelope. Lord, this girl that was raised in a Christian home and then ended up growing up to be an author and to impact all these other lives because she obeyed you. Lord, we celebrate her obedience in that, Lord, because there's a lot of people that was raised in church and they end up growing bitter. They end up uh, not doing what God's called them to. Anybody can make a choice at any time to disobey you, Lord, but she chose to obey you. And we thank you for that, Lord, and we ask you to bless her. We speak many blessings over Penelope's life, Lord, and for all the other books that will be birthed through her lifetime. Lord.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We thank, thank you. you we Lord. celebrate what you're about to do. Now sister, I think of that scripture is in my in my spirit right now. Uh let me look it up real quick. Scripture. Thank you, Lord. Ah. Thank you. Jesus. This internet, I rebuke you, Satan. All right, let me look it up here. Okay, here it is. Ecclesiastes 12.12. Ecclesiastes 12.12. It says, Of making many books, there is no end. And much study wearies the body. Study the scriptures, because in them you will have learned Mm. eternal life. Now listen, Penelope, we know that It is hard. People that have never written a book, they don't understand the work and the meticulous attention you have to put into writing a book. I get it. I Mm. understand when you say that you have done all this research and and you've done all the word studies and all this, I get it. I understand. So uh, I really celebrate all the work that you put into that but that's just the beginning, and let me tell you something too, Penelope. Every book you write after this will be easier. It will not Thank be easier you. as far as the war, not as far as the warfare goes, but just as far as the getting over the fear of writing, getting over the fear of how mm-hmm. to do it, the fear over mm-hmm. you know putting the book together, how to birth it, how to do all that. Uh, every book gets easier. I've written eleven now. Um, Congratulations Yeah yeah, thank you And you know I was thinking When I was praying for you uh, Nobody ever said that over me But it's okay because Of what I've been through I can say that over you That I understand The warfare and the battle That you went through And I celebrate uh, That you did accomplish that And you did finish that uh, Because it does take a lot of work And obedience to the lord to finish that task. So, mm-hmm. sister, we celebrate you tonight. Uh, bride, check it out. Her website is p is in paul s is in sam 2710.com. Once again, p as paul is in p is in paul s is in sam 2710.com. The author is Penelope K. Now, Penelope, we thank you so much for being with us on the broadcast tonight, sister. Now, is there anything else that you would like to say to America before we get off here tonight?
0: I would like, I would like them to know. I would like America to know. I would like to, even the one person who's listening to know that there is hope, that this is a book of hope. And when they finish Aww. reading Making Crooked Places Straight, there is hope for them. That God will make their crooked places straight. So don't be discouraged because God's promised. It's a yes and amen. Hey, promise.
1: something just came to my spirit. Something just came to my spirit, Vanelvi, when you said that. And I'm sure this book uh, goes into this. But as a minister, when I think of makes the crooked paths straight, what I think of is like, okay, I'm a woman, I'm walking in obedience to the Lord. I'm trying my best, okay? Uh, The Lord Uh knows that my heart's desire is to please him in every area of my life, right? But, you know, Uh sometimes I miss it. Sometimes Uh my path gets crooked, whether Uh I went off into spiritual warfare, whether I got distracted, whether if I just plain out just missed God somehow. Mm -hmm. God is so faithful to his servants. He is He makes their crooked paths straight. Even when we sin, even when we fall in our faith, when we repent Mm -hmm. and we renounce and turn from that pain and Mm -hmm. we say, Lord, Mm -hmm. please forgive me. I'm sorry, I don't even know why I did that. You know. He will protect Mm -hmm. you and make that crooked path straight. Is that not true? That is
0: the truth. That is the truth. And that's one thing that the Lord had me include in this book were over 20 prayers of uh, healing and repentance and forgiveness. So, wow. it's throughout the book, yes, that's full of prayers. Um, so just to encourage them, because it's, it's a pretty ugly thing to have to look at in your life. And I didn't want to leave people with just, oh, here it is. So I i wrote numerous prayers there's over 20 prayers in there to help oh. walk through those times when you're you see that in your life and that's like oh, now what do i do well here's a prayer you can pray and obviously it's just you know a sample prayer you can pray and just be led by the lord but i definitely needed to include that that was very much from the lord so that
1: is so amazing Mm -hmm. And you know what, I do think that I think that bride is very, very key when you are an author When you are writing a book and you are exposing something, okay Like me, when I wrote the book of the Mark of the Beast and I'm exposing the beast You have to give the bride, you have to give her a way out You have Mm -hmm. to insert prayers, you know And I think that's key to writing a book You have to insert prayers because what Mm -hmm. happens is, is while the bride is reading this book, these feelings are coming to the surface Mm -hmm. of them saying, Mm -hmm. oh, I did this, I did that. What do I do now? Mm -hmm. And if you don't give them a prayer, you know, to Mm -hmm. where they can say, Lord, I, I repent for that. Please help me. You've got to, as an author, help them. To over I'm sure you can back that up, right Penelope? oh, absolutely,
0: yeah, and that was one reason I, I wrote a lot of prayers. I just didn't feel like one you know, let's pray this one nice little prayer at the end of the book, and everything's hunky dory. i I didn't feel like that was where God wanted to go at all. so throughout the chapter two, especially when that I'm uncovering all of these different characteristics of the perverse spirit, and you're going to start looking yeah. at that and see, oh, there I am. Oh, here it is. Oh, I didn't know that was there. And there are prayers right there to help you walk through that and and yeah. come in right relationship and you know be restored. So that was really important. And one thing I'm doing is, anyone who actually purchases the, the book, this will be on my website, uh, is that they'll be able to get a free. I'm I'm going to give uh, put the prayers in a little booklet. My uh, book cover designer, we're working on that now so that they'll be able to get a free um, uh, booklet with the prayers or they'll be able to download free um, the prayers. So, so because it's not always convenient to have the book along, so you can have a little prayer booklet that lists all of the prayers. Right. So, okay. um, so I'm going to have that available. I'm also doing a Bible study with it that will be available. We're working on that. It should be up in the next um, couple of weeks. So
1: those will be um, well, for then, free now to the, just why don't bless people. Do, why don't we do another show uh, right after your oh. book comes out and you have all that set up? Let's do another show. Oh, I'd love to yes. do that. That would be wonderful. Yeah. And then I'll, um, yeah, Mm-hmm. that'd be great. Maybe maybe on that show you can have some of your prayers. Uh, cause yeah. Because maybe then we'll have We'll have people that uh, maybe has ordered the one that you know you can read online by then, uh-huh. uh, and maybe uh-huh. they'll want to do the prayers again, or you can you know sure. talk about some of you know the Bible study that you'll be having on there. But definitely yeah. keep us in mind. Uh, you know maybe the middle of May that'll give you a couple of weeks after your release. Sure. Uh, and then we can we can do another show then, okay?
0: That would be wonderful. I think that would be really helpful to to your listeners and to yes. the bride. Absolutely. Yes. All
1: right. Well you have a good evening. Okay. Penelope. God bless you.
0: God bless you. Thank you so much, Doctor June. All, All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.